Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert. Welcome to the EKC Group podcast series. I'm going to be talking to educational professionals and students about college and higher education. We're going to talk about what options are available to you and the opportunities you have at colleges here in Kent. In this episode, we're talking all about T-levels, learning what they are, how they're different to other study routes and what are available to you in Kent. I'm talking to staff members from Broadstairs College, Dover Technical College and Canterbury College, as well as students from Canterbury and Folkestone too. What is a T-level? So I'm going to direct this to Tayo. Well, uh, the T-level is... uh a new flavour of uh, a level three uh, qualification. Um, it, it was, it, it's been in, it's been around for um, just a little while, but it, it was uh, rolled out here at, in, uh, in Broadstairs uh, this year. And what I mean uh, rolled out in Broadstairs this year for the particular flavour of T-level that we're teaching here. Now, uh, I teach the T-level digital production uh, uh, design and development, which is uh, IT-based, uh, computing-based uh, T-level, and um, so far we've had um, we've quite a lot of fun uh, implementing it. How is a T-level different to other study routes? I'm going to ask this to David. Hi. Um, well, the T-level, uh, what I'm teaching at the moment is um, digital support services. It's different in a, in a study route in the fact that it's it covers areas in more detail in the um, digital infrastructure area, where um, we're looking at students coming in age 16 to 19 on the programme, and they're t- to learn and develop their skills and experience and knowledge in the areas to become digital support technicians. Would you say that uh, T-levels are uh, more specific and catered to a specific um career route rather than like a broader subject base like an A-level. I'm going to direct this to Amy. T-levels are 80% classroom learning, 20% industry. So obviously students go out into meaningful placements where in which they, for health, certainly they look at the clinical skills that are needed um, as a health practitioner in general. In year two, our students get to pick their occupational specialism. So obviously we've heard that we've got Leonie and Hannah, who are actually my students. Um, They are currently doing supporting the adult nursing team pathway. So next year they do a lot more in terms of developing their clinical skills. Um, So they will do things like taking respirates and observations. They'll look at how they read ECGs and x-rays. So obviously this is preparing them to go off into university with already like a baseline of these clinical skills. Um, T-levels differ from apprenticeships because obviously apprenticeships are 80% on the job when then 20% 20% classroom learning um, and A-levels tend to be more classroom based so obviously the T-levels have really looked at um, what's going to set them apart. So would you say that it's kind of like trying to bring in almost the best of both worlds of classroom teaching and more practical hands-on that you would get from an apprenticeship? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, health and social care has always been a vocational subject area anyway. Um, and we've always had that vocational element of placement for our students to kind of decide whether that's the area that's of interest to them. But obviously, the T-levels have really incorporated meaningful practices that are coming in and making sure that these students are ready and actually already have a taster of what the industry is like that they're going into. I think that can be really helpful if you actually have a flavour of what it is like that they want to go into to to see you know do I like it could I see myself doing this day to day can be so beneficial Tyo you're obviously in a slightly different flavour from health in computing how would you say that it differentiates other routes for for your area well the course um, uh, it has been kind of put together by um, uh, people from industry so uh, with that input uh, from uh, people from industry we kind of like target the key skills that need to be uh, developed. Now, uh, we do digital production design and development here. And um, when students do uh, finish with the course, they'll be equipped with um, various uh, technical skills, which would include um, things like um, how to use uh, data in software design, how to test software, how to uh, wrap their heads around and provide solutions for uh, things like uh, internet security. And the we've noticed that the work placement itself, the mandatory work placement itself, would be one whereby they actually go in to industry, into organizations that are involved in the production of uh, digital solutions so that uh, students don't learn in abstract. Yeah, that's been quite exciting for them. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. And this um, work placement, is that something that they have to go out and find themselves or is that part of the T-level that the college makes those connections and finds those opportunities for them? Yeah, the college makes those uh, connections. Uh, we we uh, we have a, a dedicated department which reaches out to local um, industries, um, obviously not too far from where the, uh, where the students reside. And... Um, they make all the connections, they make all the arrangements, they do all the due diligence, and um, we then arrange for them to spend time there. What T-levels are available in Kent? So what is the range that people can study in case anyone can answer that? Amy? Okay, so we are kind of lucky here at um, EKC Group Canterbury. Not only do we run the health pathway, but we also run the technical education and childcare pathway. Um, they again come in in the first year and do the TQ element, which is obviously their core study. And then in the second year, again, they pick their occupational specialism. And as of September 2022, we are running the early years educator pathway and the assisting teaching pathway. So they have that. So T-levels have been rolled out since all autumn 2020 um, and there is a a range of T-levels so obviously you've got education and childcare, digital production, um, you've got digital business services, um, obviously health, health science, science itself. Um, From autumn 2022 we've got accounting T-level, finance T-level, management and administration are just a couple that I know are coming in and then from autumn 2023 we've got um, T-levels coming in in animal care and management, agriculture, catering, craft and design, hairdressing, barbering and beauty therapy, media and legal services. So obviously you can see there's quite a diverse 
first range. You can look on the T-Level website uh, and pop in your postcode to find out providers in your area. Um, you can also find a list of T-Level providers on the Gov website as well. That will tell you who's delivering what and where and, and what they are. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much. So I'm going to ask Leone first, why did you decide to study a T-Level? Um, I decided to study a T-Level because on my interview... I came out of my GCSEs with A's and B's and on my interview, the lecturer that I have now, she said to me, she was like, oh, you are eligible for T-level. And I was like, well, what is it? And she described that it was equivalent to three A-levels, I'd have placement and it was it was more exam-based than it was coursework. Like, we have coursework, but it balances it out with mock exams in between. And I just thought it'd be a really good opportunity because... I want to go into midwifery when I leave and I just thought having that clinical experience would help me when I come to apply for uni in September. I'm going to ask this to Hannah. What's it like being a T-level student? So what's your day-to-day experience like? How are you finding it? Um, So at the moment, I've been doing two days um, work experience and then two days in college. And I really like the balance because I was at um, a care home previously um, and I get to like observe the healthcare team and how they work but then also learn science and like obviously health and relate it to the work experience I've just witnessed so I really like it because it gives you a good insight. What advice would you give to someone who's considering a T-level? I mean when you go out to placement don't be afraid to ask questions because um, everywhere I've been has been really supportive um, and they've helped me like understand different techniques um, and safe practice and stuff like that. And Leonie, I'm going to ask you the same question as well. If you, someone who was in your position when you first learned about T-levels, what advice would you give them? I would say take it, because at first I thought it was a really daunting thing. Like, oh my goodness, this is new, no one knows what's happening. But I feel like if I didn't take this and I just took the level three, I don't think I'd have as much experience for what I want to do if I just took the normal course. I feel like it's really helped. Where our lecturers have um, healthcare-based like backgrounds, it's helped us to... They've really shown us what it will be like when we go off to work. They haven't sugarcoated it and they've literally said, this is how it's going to be. You need to learn. It's going to... You'll be fine. I'm going to ask Lewis this question next. For, for your T-level, on-site construction, carpentry and joinery, what are the facilities like for you? I believe that the college got a lot of funding from the from the T level. So we're in our we've got a wood machine shop. They've got a bunch of new machines that the students can use, obviously, and provided training as well, so they can use them safely. Power tools that you could use on a construction site, and those kind of resources that you wouldn't normally have access to if you were just doing it casual college course. It's obviously it is an exciting time. These are new uh, qualifications being offered. How are you finding it being kind of like the new cohort? Are you finding that um, you're getting the support you need? I'm going to ask this to Leonie. When you sit here and you say, oh, I've got a T-level, I'll have a T-level qualification. A lot of universities, they're a bit confused because it's new. But then if you sit back and you think about it, we've kind of got a one-up on anyone else that's taken like a level three because we've got the ba- the experience in the sim suite and we know how we're going to approach certain situations. So it gives us a taste of uni whilst being at college. 
it seems like depending on different routes I'm going to ask this to Tyo now to bring you staff back in uh, it seems like depending on the routes it is um, well placed for either going straight into a job or university what kind of advice would you give to a student if they were thinking of doing a T-level but they weren't quite sure about where they'd like to go after a lot of students, when they do start, you know, they've got this mindset of, um, oh, after this, I'm going to get a job. And, I'm t- and I tell them, yeah, getting a job is good. In fact, you could actually go and work for the big IT companies, you know, like uh, the Googles, the IBMs of this world, you know. And on day one, you probably wouldn't be confused with all uh, their operations because they'll pick up a lot of uh, the understanding by doing the T-levels. And I also tell them that, okay, you've got the T-levels. Now, should higher education be something that you want to look at, please do so. Because here at um, Broadstairs, we also have a a higher education centre, which enables the students to perfectly segue into uh, what they do in higher education. And then kind of following on from that, so if, say, they do uh, know what they want to do or they've worked through it with you and your support, um, how do you help them? This is kind of like a more of a pastoral question. How do you help them get there? So do you help them with UCAS applications? Do you help them in the same way that you have placements for them? Do you help them find potential employers for full-time work if they decide to go down that route as well? Oh, we certainly do. We have an apprenticeship team here at Canterbury College Um, UCAS applications, so um, Leonie and Hannah will be able to tell you, have already started on at them about getting their personal statements ready for September. Um, When they come back in September for year two, so obviously they'll be studying their occupational specialism. We're dedicated from right at the beginning of September to supporting them, writing their personal statements, to getting them onto UCAS, to following the whole process through for them picking their universities. And obviously... We also have teams within the college that will support them with that as well. If they want to go into a job as well, do you have, uh, is it tend to be the same kind of pool of uh, businesses where people are doing placements that, uh, well, obviously for health, it's the NHS, isn't it? But do you kind of help them go into that route if they want to go direct into work or is it kind of more of an independent process for them? Um, Obviously, if they're wanting to go into work, we do support students. We're very lucky here within the department that we have ex-NHS staff and obviously people from occupational backgrounds. Um, So obviously, if students are wanting to go straight into employment, so this year we've um, helped um, students apply to the NHS to get in there um, and, and gain employment that way. Our placements do sometimes give employment to our students. So actually, there's such a pool of um, support for them coming off of the health and early years courses. I'm going to ask staff this question and then I'm going to ask students. So, Tyo first. As a lead tutor for T-Levels, what is your uh, favourite thing about them that you think makes them stand out as an option? One of the key assets uh, that I bring uh, to the table is that I come from a sector Mm. which actually I can tell them that this is why they're learning this. The other members of staff also come from industrial backgrounds they can actually paint the picture yeah i think that is so important it's like you're saying earlier it's 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 no longer abstract 
Because yeah. I think a lot of the time, particularly in something like computing, uh, where it can be quite technical, you can get really bogged down into like the theory of something. And uh, and sometimes, as a student, you're there like, why do I need this? The go-to yeah. question is obviously, is like GCSE maths, yeah. isn't it? Why do I need to learn what a quadratic equation is? Um, so exactly. being able to provide that tangible... Yes. So we're able to actually explain... Uh, in detail, uh, what uh, the the explosion of uh, job types that they can kind of like uh, fit into, because uh, the whole computing landscape has changed yeah. over the last twenty years. So there are many areas, you know, that uh, students can apply the skills learned in the T levels to. So and. When I actually tell my students this, I can actually see uh, their keenness, mm. right? Amp up. I can see that uh, they always come to class, you know, with the A game ready. Yeah. You know, to ensure that, um, okay, look, we're learning this and this is why uh, it's being taught. Amazing. Okay. Students, I feel like I've neglected you for a while, so I'm going to come back to you. Um, what is your favourite thing about your T-level? I'm going to go to Hannah first. Um, for me, I like the variety in the T-level. So, for example, in our course, it's science as well. So we do science, which is the physics, chemistry and biology relating to health, as well as um, health and also, of course, the work experience, but then also the practical and the theory side of the course, just the whole mix of it together. And Lewis, same question. What's the favourite thing for you? My favourite thing would definitely be the, the work placement, the the ability to see different construction sites forming over several months, seeing how the different processes are taking place, all the different well, trades and different operatives that can work on a construction site. Obviously, when you're younger, you can imagine there's you might have a bricklayer and a carpenter but in fact there's hundreds of different routes you can go down in construction especially if you're thinking that you've, you've come out of school and you've got good GCSE results you don't have to be a builder you can go on to do anything in management and you can do accounting estimating and all those kind of things that are all involved in construction but are also very high level high-level jobs. Amazing. And Leonie, same question to you. What's your favourite thing? Um, I think my favourite thing would be the lecturers having so much experience. So Amy, who you've met, she teaches us science, but she has a background in working in care homes. I believe she ran a care home for quite a while. So she's got experience for what we do in for our placement. And then our other lecturer, who teaches us health, she's had a variety of jobs. So she was in the police force, she was in the NHS. She's done such a wide range of things. And I think them applying their knowledge to the teaching helps us to understand more that it's not impossible to get there and that we have got support around us and that if we want it so much, then we can we can get there, whether it's on our own or whether we've got support around us. Okay, slightly different question. What is the most challenging part that you've found so far of doing a T-level? Going to go to Lewis first. The most challenging part was definitely the theory work. We, as soon as I started, we were in the classroom. I had... 12 different units that I had to revise 
what well, I only had to do two exams and a a project, which is like I had to do write ups, reports, uh, making graphs, things like that, which is fine. Like I know how to do them now, but when you start, you you have no idea what you're doing. So it's you're learning as you're doing it, and it's very challenging. Did you find that you had good support from the staff to help you through with stuff like the reports? If you were struggling with an aspect, they were there to help you? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the tutors definitely educated themselves a lot before we got into it. Any questions we had, they had answers to. And if there was anything they were unsure about, they were straight on it asking either people in college or seeking guilds for answers. And well, it's all worked out in the end. Amazing. <laughs> and Hannah, same question to you. What's the most challenging thing you've found so far? Um, I think for me, at the start, um, I found going to placement quite scary because it's my first time doing work experience. But then I found when I got there, um, I felt really relaxed and really supported and I really enjoyed my placements. But at first it was very nerve-wracking, but then within a few hours of getting started... I wasn't as nervous. And have you found that that's kind of helped you with other aspects now, make you maybe a little braver, a little more happy to put yourself out there? A hundred percent. I feel like as the placement went on, I started to put myself forward a little bit more in engaging with certain tasks and stuff like that, really. And uh, Leonie, uh, same question to you. What's been your biggest challenge? Um, Personally, for me, it's been science because although I came out of secondary with good grades in science it's worlds different so they apply the science like it's connected to the healthcare sector so Mm -hmm. for physics it's about the x-ray machines and mris and then biology it's all about body systems and then chemistry i think chemistry was my biggest struggle because although i did it in secondary it's delves in completely differently but my lecturer has managed to help me to like look at it in a different perspective and think well it's not as hard as I think as long as I get the understanding of it first and have you found with T-levels because you've got these kind of other practical elements that that's helped you uh, uh, like consolidate this theory better yeah I think where it's so balanced out with the science and the health learning and the um, placement you haven't got just one subject to think about so it if you have struggling with science you can go off to health and then on two days a week we're in placement so the thought of having all of that coursework behind me it just it goes away for a little bit it makes me feel a bit more relaxed Mm. has anyone got anything else that they'd like to add that they feel like they didn't get to say that they wanted to before any final hurrahs for the t-level well essentially the t-levels is a good thing um, I think it's an improvement on the old BTEX uh, because um, students will only spend a little while doing classroom activity, but the, uh, they'll have a 45-day placement in industry. And that is quite useful because you'll learn on the job and you'll kind of like consolidate everything you've learned in class on the job. And that will make that will make uh, students a lot more prepared for the challenges of uh, the workplace. Amazing, thank you. And then Leonie, I want to say to like anyone that's listening to this or anyone that gets offered the T level, take it because it opens up so many different opportunities. Like you can update your CV, and there's more. I feel like I've had more companies come to me and 
like offer me a job or in your placement you can get offered a job I just think take it because it's not as nerve-wracking as it may sound and then Hannah and Lewis is there anything else you wanted to add I'd say that if there was anybody out there looking to do a construction t-level don't feel like you're only allowed to do the simple trades such as bricklaying or carpentry or painting decorating there are a lot of different routes you can go down which are high level such as site management or like accounting like i said anything like that so definitely explore your options before you choose what t-level you're going to do and don't feel like you're constricted to the specialism that you choose like me carpentry and joinery overall i think it just gives you a good insight into the industry you want to go in and it gives you opportunities and experience and you also have more refined flexibility than some of the other courses while doing the T-Level. That was our episode all about T-Levels. You can find more podcasts in this series available online at kmfm.co.uk. Go and check them out. Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert.